to the Urban Planners Podcast, hosted by Gigi the Planner. This podcast is about all things urban planning related and otherwise. In this setting, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the planning field. We'll even delve into some very controversial topics involving the role planners have to take in their everyday lives and jobs. Without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. This This is Gigi the Planner. Welcome everyone to episode 8 of the Urban Planners Podcast. In today's topic, we're going to be talking about ageism in the workplace. So let's get started. So this topic, this thing is not often talked about in um, the workplace, just in general. People always talk about racism um, and things of that nature and being prejudiced, but a lot of people don't talk about ageism. So ageism is basically being discriminated because of your age. Um, And I know that a lot of people deal with this issue, but it's not often brought to the forefront. So I want to talk about that a little bit today because I experienced that being a young planner in the planning field. So as I mentioned in the past in my previous episodes, I started working at the age of 18. And I've been working at the same job for seven years now. So working and starting off so early, of course, I've dealt with a lot of ageism. You know, one of the main things is the fact that and I've been called a child often um, in the workplace, and I still am today, which is extremely annoying because, you know, I may have been really young then, but I have, you know, gotten older, I've matured, so I don't think it's necessary to still be called a child, but I am. So, that is something that I've dealt with over the years, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about how I have dealt with this, how how I have overcome this a little bit. It's full potential, but at least some, and I would also like to post some advice to you all who may be dealing with that, and also for those who may be ageist who may pose that discriminatory act upon someone younger than them. So being that I am so young, there have been a lot of intergenerational challenges that I have faced in my um, years of working at the city of Pompano Beach. Now, just to, you know, name off a few, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, being called a child is one of them. People seeing me and viewing me as a child, you know, they may not say certain things around me because, like, my ears need to be filtered or whatever. Um, And that really annoyed me a lot. I'm like, you guys are just doing this only because I'm younger. Not no other reason. You guys are, you know, filtering your words, not saying certain things. Say, oh, she shouldn't be hearing this. Get she to close your ears. I've heard that so many times. I've been so annoyed. I'm like, yes, you guys are cursing, and um, I hear cursing all the time. I don't curse myself, but cursing is all around. So why are you guys trying to filter, you know, your words because of me? And um, I had asked my supervisor at the time why that was the case, and she mentioned to me, oh, we're just trying to be respectful. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. So that was extremely annoying. 
they don't really do that anymore. Um, I haven't really heard that often in the in the recent past, but in the beginning, that was one of the things that they did a lot was like filter um, themselves, or if they, you know, didn't filter themselves, they may say sorry or something afterwards. Um, that so that's what I faced. I also dealt with a lot of. That may have been like the main thing from them, um, besides them calling me a child. Um, you know, that was extremely difficult. And I'm still being called that today, especially by one particular employee, um, coworker. And I tell them, you know, I'm not a child anymore. Like, I really am not. So please stop calling me that. And it still happens, but. I try not to get so worked about it all the time. So, you know, funny thing is most people in my office are young, right? Um, when I started, we probably had the majority of everybody there was in their late 20s, early 30s. Even though they were young, I was still the youngest, of course. So that was something that, you know, I had to deal with and still in dealing with today. Now, since I've started, I i mean, there's some older people that have come along um, and other young people that's come in. And, you know, I see them deal with it, too, a little bit. They have not dealt with it to the same magnitude that I have. Okay. So, and I think probably because I came in so, so young. Right. And, you know, they sort of saw me as like a child genius in the office. So it was just like a lot of things that was piled on top of each other. Now, of course, you know, I said I've dealt with that ageism with my coworkers. I've also dealt with it with my, my the customers on the outside. There have been a time when someone asked me, oh, how old are you? You look really young. Um, and there have been times when people said, oh, um, you don't look more than, you know, 15 years old. And I would just, you know, laugh and chuckle. like... I'm not that much older than that, honestly. Of course, I would never actually give them my age, but, you know, they would, you know, pose those types of um, comments towards me. And there was even one time uh, when someone was, you know, mentioning my age and being very derogatory in the sense that, you know, you don't know what you're talking about because you're so young. And I was very, very, very offended by that. Especially since, you know, even though I may have been young, I still had all the credentials necessary to work there. And I was more than qualified to be there. So that is, you know, a struggle. Knowing that you are qualified and you are capable of, you know, working in the environment that you're in. Because honestly, you wouldn't have been hired if you weren't qualified, right? And people not believing you and or and people not give you the benefit of the doubt right so those have been some things that have really irked my nerves over the years is like I said one of those things is not talked about and I want to bring it forth because I know a lot of you all deal with this issue on a daily basis at your jobs maybe not to the extent that I have because I came in like I said extremely young but it is still something that that a lot of people deal with. 
and a lot of people pose upon others. Racism is always a thing that has, you know, always come up. And ageism is something that no one ever talks about. And it's... So, some of the things that I've dealt with internally because I have been young in the office is the fact that I'm not always confident. And I don't know if others, you know, see that as well. But I'm not always confident and I'm speaking up sometimes at staff meetings because I feel as if, you know, who am I? I'm so young. Why should they, um, you know, listen to anything that I really have to say? So there have been times where I just, you know, shut my mouth. You know, you don't want to c- come off as asking a super question or not, you know, being clear and concise in what you're trying to say. So a lot of times I've just closed my mouth altogether. Now... Some of that has nothing really to do with ageism. <laughs> I may pose it as an excuse, but that is something that I have dealt with because of me being young and it's just been an internal issue for a very long time. Now, I have, you know, gotten better at that. And what I just had to tell myself is that, you know, you are worthy of being here. You put in your time. You went to school. You have so many years of experience, so you do know what you're talking about. And when people try to challenge me, not within my office, but, you know, customers on the outside, I just have to remember within myself that there is no need for me to go find a second opinion for you because I know for a fact that what I'm saying is true. Now, if I was not confident, which you know, sometimes I'm not, then you know I may have I may go get a second opinion. But especially the fact that I have these years of experience under my belt, I've been there almost seven years, and there's absolutely no reason for me to lack confidence in some things that I know and are sure in. So. That has been something that I try to overcome. I'm not 100% there, but I am getting there. Now, I'm also the chair of the Planning and Zoning Board for the city of West Park, a city that I live in right now, and I've been living here basically all my life. And they had a a brand new board, and I was um, appointed to be on the board and one of my goals, honestly, was to become the chair, right? In my mind, I was like, I want to become the chair. That was what I wanted. And that's what I got. I never told anybody on the board that, oh, please appoint me as chair. But that's what they ended up doing. Now, mind you, everybody else on the board, of course, was not as young as I was. I was 23 at the time when I was appointed as the chair. And... Everybody else was at least, like, double my age. And that was something that I had to, like I said previously, my confidence had to shine through being the chair. Now, I I grew up, you know, being respectful to my elders. So me being the youngest by far and leading a meeting, And, you know, keeping order is something that 
was, I wouldn't say frightening, but was something that I had to grow in as it relates to confidence. I know that I'm a leader in essence, right? Um, But sometimes it's not as easy as I would think. So a lot of it is, you know, lack of self-confidence. They appoint to me. I didn't appoint myself. So they knew there was something in me that would work well as the chair. Now, at this time, I didn't know this, but none of the other members, from what I could see, had ever sat on a board. Now, I have been on the, the Education Advisory Board for the city for about two years prior to that, as well as the Youth Council Advisory Board. So I knew the order and operations of working on the committee. I had also worked with the Economic Development Council with Pompano Beach and Historic Preservation Board at Pompano. So I knew, you know, the Robert Rules of Order and how things worked. Now, when I got on the board for West Park for the Planning and Zoning Board, the other committee members did not know what was going on. Like, they didn't really know how to make a motion. And it was it was interesting to me. And I always made sure that I was, I came in prepared, right? Um, I took, you know, my job very seriously. I felt as if a lot of the other board members came in and they were just reading the backup right at the meeting. And... A lot of them didn't have, like, intelligent questions. I noticed the intelligent questions were because they didn't read the information because they wouldn't have asked a question if they read the information. And so I put an extra effort forward to make sure that I did everything correctly as the chair. I wanted people to take me seriously. And also, I mean, to top all of that off, I was the only planner that was on the board. So everybody else was in other fields, um, some real estate, um, one, a local business owner. And so I was the only one who really fully, truly understood, you know, what was going on. We worked in the planning field for so many years and understanding all these nuances, variances, and all these different things that come before a board. A lot of them didn't even know what that stuff was. So they had a lot of questions towards the staff regarding the items that were before us. So honestly, I was the best qualified person by far, being that I had prior experience serving on boards, as well as being a planner working in the field for quite a few years prior. So there should have been really no um, lack of confidence on my part because of those things, but there still was. Right. I had never been in a leader position to that extent. So this was like a new new charter territories for me. And like I said, me, you know, being over a group of people that were, you know, way older than me was also something that was challenging. So but more so challenging within myself than it was to them because they made me the chair. I didn't make myself. So, you know, that was an exciting and has been an exciting experience. I'm still on the board. And hopefully I learn a lot more things, you know, being in this position and, and able to share with you guys sooner in the future. So some advice for some of you that 
are dealing with this in the workplace, especially those, you know, for starting off in a planning job, I would highly suggest that you make sure that you display a mature and professional character in the workplace. Because what will end up happening if you don't, that gives them more leeway to not take you seriously. And you wouldn't want that to happen, especially when you're trying to, you know, flourish in your first planning job and even in your subsequent jobs. You want them to take you seriously. So, you know, simple things like being on time, you know, not having too much conversation around the office or whatever, making sure that you are, you know, on top of your job, just being, doing all the right things, basically. I mean, I shouldn't really have to tell you, you all know. And most importantly, being mature. Because if you're not mature, they will walk all over you and you will end up dealing with being called a child and all those things when it's not necessary. Now, sometimes you really can't get around it because of the fact that you're young. So automatically, some of, the, some of those things are going to happen regardless. But hopefully, if you do some of these things that I'm sitting here now, some of that could be curtailed. Okay, and you know, most importantly, to gain respect, you have to demand it. I mean, a lot of us know that, but you really have to demand it. If someone is, you know, treating you like a child, call them out on it in a respectful way, of course, but do that and, you know, hopefully they will respect you in the end because nobody wants to be disrespected, young or old, and they wouldn't want to be treated that way, you know, with them for starting off in any job. So be respectful in doing so, but make sure that you demand the respect from your coworkers. If they mention anything to you about, you know, what you may or may not do because you're young, let them know. Yes, I am young, but we right now we're on the same playing field as it relates to you have a master's, I have a master's. Like what makes it any different? Now that person may have more experience on you. However, you are capable and apt to do your job and that's why you were hired. If you weren't, they would not have hired you, right? So demand respect and also to those that are on the other side you know those older employees those ones that have been in the workplace for a while keep in mind that you know there are those in your offices that are young and they would like to be respected a lot of times you don't think that you're you know showing any type of ageism towards them but covertly you are and I think that it is important that we are all mindful of our actions towards others um you know you want to be respected so please respect them and it's you know it's as simple as that honestly it is as simple as that um you know small little jokes about you know being young I mean those those are not necessary honestly and it may be a joke but In all jokes, there is most times some seriousness behind the joke. So please be mindful uh, because you can be crushing somebody's confidence, their self-confidence in themselves. And, you know, hopefully 
that could be squashed, right? Hopefully you can be a great mentor to your younger co-workers and be a great example to them at the same time and they'll look up to you. So I think that is what's very important um, for those on both sides, the young employees as well as the older ones, what should be done in the workplace to ensure that you know everybody is having and being in a great work environment. So I just want to talk to you guys about that today. Um, it's something that I'm very passionate about. <laughs> Because I have dealt with this for so many years and it's something that's not often talked about because of, you know, what we've been going through. So, yeah, that's all I really have for today, you guys. So, thanks for listening and have a nice day. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Urban Planners Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over and leave a five-star rating on iTunes and subscribe to this podcast so that you won't miss out on an episode. If you would like to buy personalized urban planning gear and other products or are in need of some urban planning career coaching, please head over to ggtheplanner.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at ggtheplanner. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.